and welcome to another episode of the Middle Order podcast. I'm joined by Wakas Mahmood and Kizar Ali to talk about one of the burning issues in Pakistani cricket at the moment, and that is Fawad Alam. And specifically, why has it taken so long for Pakistan to have Fawad Alam back in the team? A 10-year absence. Who's to blame for this mess that we've had um, in selection? His first-class average amongst you know world cricketers on the left-hand side. So we see him third on the list with an average of 55, playing 145 games, only behind Steve Smith, probably, you know, if not the best batsman in the world in amongst the top three, mm-hmm. and Hanuma Vihari, who's had an incredible uh, first-class record, but he's only played, you know, a third of the games that, that Fawad Alam has played. So straight away, we're thinking, well, this guy has made incredible runs in first-class cricket. Surely that should merit a place uh, in the Pakistan. Second thing, what we've got here on the right-hand side is just his year-by-year uh, first-class averages. Um, and again, you can see every you know two, three years, maybe every second year, he's making incredible amount of runs at an incredible average. So what is it about the, the Pakistani selection process that is meaning that we're not seeing a player like this enter the team? I know a lot of the blame over the recent years has gone to Inzam Amalhaq for, for leaving uh, Fawad Alam out and maybe his comment about him not being a test batsman has come back to, to haunt him a little bit. But if we're honest, he's not the only person that's responsible no. for this. And I hear what I've got here is uh, on the screen is a list of chief selectors going back 10 and captains also going back 10 years. Uh, a number of names here um, in different eras, different places, and combined amongst most of these people, um, you know, there is a common opinion that Fawad Alam is not good enough to play in the Pakistan team. I mean... What do you have to say to these captains, these chief selectors? What would you ask them if you had uh, the opportunity as to why Fawad Alam was not in the squad? I think I think as far as the captains are concerned, they've not really had a say in the squad. They have to pick their... or they, They're involved in the selection of the, the team um, once the squad has been announced. So that it's, going, it's going to go back to the selectors. And look, Inzamam came in in 2016... What about the six years before that? So, um, I think I think the blame lies generally the fact that we've we've picked people out of obscurity and brought them into the team. We always have you know Imran Khan did it with Bukhar Yunus and Zamamul Haq. So we we've just seen guys look. This guy looks good. We're bringing him in. Some of them have not even played first class cricket when they get selected. So I think the whole system has to change. And you know people have taken the piss out of Mohammed Wasim and his pie charts and his graphs and that, but I think it's brilliant. It's brilliant to see, um, you know, I, I might not agree with some of his decisions, but when you've got the numbers in front of you, you think, well, do you know what? It's a fair call. So I think the the selection process has to change, which is happening now. The structure of cricket in Pakistan is changing, but we need to stick with it. We can't do this for two years and then kick them out like we did with our coaches or, you know, um, our captains as well. So, You've got um, when Fuad Allen's played, you know, there's a lot of players, a lot of people on that list that do support him. Azhar Ali's a big Fuad fan. Um, Shahid Afridi is a big uh, Fuad fan and Azad Yunus Khan. So I, I I don't think it comes, like, like I said, I don't think it's a captain's fault because they can only pick out the squad. If he's not in the squad, they can't pick him. Yeah. And Wakas, anybody on this list that you think is particularly to blame for us not seeing Fawad Khan earlier? 
I think, like, like as I said, Inzamams was there for 2016. You know, he said, oh, well, he's not a test bar, he's not a batter, but they should have tried him out. There's other one guys there, like, um, there's other ones there as well that, you know, that were there. They should have picked him. They should have just said, you know what, let's try him out. You know, why, why be negative? Give him a chance. But it's it's about unfair selectors. I think I think the, the issue is with Pakistan is that they, it's favoritism. I don't know if you, you guys may agree with me or not, but I feel there's a lot of favoritism there. Like, they, they don't, they'll pick the favorite, the, the players that, like, like Kizarbay said, domestic, they've not even played and they're just chucking them inside there where Fawad Al played so much for many years. You, you don't, you don't play him. So, I feel a lot of favoritism. I know Shai Afridi, Azhar Ali, you know, they are, you know, uh, Shai Afridi especially, he has been, a, you know, he's said a lot about him. There's a comp, there's a time when um, I, read a, I seen a video where he said, the guys, you know, he's batted well and domestic, so why are they not picking him? What's the reason? Like, do I use against him? So I think where the fact is, you know, not getting, you know, not picking him has been wrong. And I think selectors are probably the fault for this. You know, they sh- in Indiri and again captaincy like Kizarbay said is not I wouldn't blame the captain in Indiri because at that time you know you, you the captain couldn't pick the team now obviously Barber's picking the team now with the with the coaches and everything at that time you know they weren't you know they were they wouldn't really pick the team and and if they said something you know they could have got you know they could have got pulled up for it or or they might have got dropped for it but I think to be fair this has been unfair on him for ten years that's a long time ten years is like you know that's a lot that's like like a career for him. Yeah, the other thing, if you look at that list and you look at the the time that the selectors served, or even the captains for that matter, who's been given a decent run to kind of build a team? Um, You know, you've got Iqbal Qasim one year, Mohsen Khan one year, Mohamed Elias one year, Iqbal Qasim one year, Moin Khan got two, three years, and so did Enzi. But, you know... You can't expect somebody to come in and give them one year to change things about. You've got to give somebody an extended run. And I just hope, like, you know, but with Barbara Azim now as captain, give him a bit of time, give him the support. Mohamed Wasim as selector, give him that time, give him that support. We give our captains one season, we give our selectors one season, and then we wonder why things aren't working. That's the yeah. that's the that's the thing about Pakistan though. So when it comes to like coaches as well and captains, they it's like coaches though, they do they, you need one there for at least three 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 to four years max in captain. So Fraz done well in T twenty, obviously performances getting you know, getting rid getting rid of him. But I feel with Pakistan is that they have captains then after a year that's it, you know, get a new one. You've gotta you gotta give these guys a chance. It's not like a twenty four or fix here. You know, it takes time. And with that as well, and with, even with the new players that are coming in, like I'm I'm impressed with the selector, like everybody said with the charts and all that. He's that's really good that because it shows you who's performing and who's not performing. But with the you know domestic players coming in, you know let's hope that these guys do get a chance. You know because you know what it's like they always go with the same team, constant, constant. But now obviously with the um with the domestic players coming in, let's hope these guys get a chance and you know they can you know play well for Pakistan because it's, what it's going to be like is give them two games and cheerio, asset go away. Can't do that. You gotta give them. You gotta give them at least three, four C's at least, because you can't expect a player to come in and make a hundred and a second is a hundred, hundred there. You can't expect that. And I find actually his. Yeah, they don't. Uh, I find his selection for the England series very suspicious, um, and maybe even the New Zealand series, where he's almost been set up to fail, and you know, two of the most yeah. difficult places that you can go and bat. England, obviously, he did. He didn't have a good tour. But I mean, it's the first time he's played international cricket of any form. 
for 10 years um, and then he goes to New Zealand. And again, people are, I think, certain people expecting the same, but he pulled it out of the bag with that superb century. Uh, and obviously, play, you know, you're not going to drop him after that. Maybe 10 years ago they would have done it, but um, the, the clamour has been much over the last two, three years to have him in the team. That there was no chance they were going to let or be allowed to him after him making a century in New Zealand. And now he's performed again, um, this time at home. You know, you, you can't you can't expect somebody to do well within one series. You've got to give them three or four. It's just, you can't yep. expect somebody to do well that quickly in the day. I've got to agree. The conspiracy theorists, you know, it did look like, yeah, we'll pick him for England. He's going to fail there. How many people? Enzo Mam's first series uh, after the World Cup in 92 in England, absolute disaster, complete failure. But, you know... You're taking you're taking a guy to alien conditions, and it's not like the like the tours before where they used to have 10, 12 games against county teams as well to adjust to the conditions. These guys were practicing against themselves in a bio bubble. So yeah, I I, I think yeah that did come to mind. England, New Zealand, he's going to fail, and we'll kick him out and say we gave him a chance. So maybe let's just think about a couple of reasons maybe why he's not been selected over the, over that period. First, and because you mentioned this earlier, was his technique and his style of play. I mean, what do you say to people who think, you know, that quite frankly yeah. is an embarrassment to cricket, batsmen that bats like that, um, that it's an ugly stance, the, you know, the style of play is so slow. He's not got yeah. the, the, the world-class shots that some of the other batsmen do. I mean, what do you, what do you have to say about that? I think a couple of points there. Firstly, this... Um, the, the technique and the stance that you see now, that's not how, that's not how he batted uh, when he first came into the team. Um, he didn't have that open um, stance at that, maybe slightly open, nothing as exaggerated as this. Um, you got to remember, by the time the ball's bowled, he's in position. So it's something for him that he uses to maybe get his feet moving, to get himself in that position so he's not kind of got feet stuck when it happens. Um, as far as the fact that, you know, he he doesn't deserve to be in the team, that's, that's all come about people watching these last two series and the stance. Um, his record shows, and we've already spoken about Chanda Paul, Steve Smith, you can have your own way of doing it and be very successful. So I wouldn't judge him on that. Um, but why was he left out? I, mean, I think we've already, the, the main reason for me is, uh, initially, at the start, it was a team he couldn't break into. Same reason, Saeed Ajmal didn't play at a younger age. You know, he wasn't going to leave. He wasn't going to keep Sathya Mushtaq out of the team. Same reason, Miss Balhag didn't play. So, in that, if looking at that, we nobody could expect a selector to you know put his balls on the line and say, "I'm going to pick Fawad Alam and I'm going to drop Mohammed Yusuf, Yunus Khan, or Inzamam Al-Haq. And Vukas, I mean, one of the other things that critics probably are thinking is that his performance, although he's only played a couple of games in New Zealand and England in tough conditions, hasn't actually been all that great. So if we take England, for example, he's had three innings. He's averaged only 10. If we take New Zealand, he's played six innings um, across three different tests and he's averaged seven with the one century coming um, earlier this year. Whereas in home series uh, or in conditions that suit, as in Sri Lanka or South Africa, he's averaging, you know, 54 against Sri Lanka and 109 against South Africa. And he's, again, only played three tests against those teams. So, I mean, the, the thought is maybe that he's not able to play against the better teams in those tough conditions. 
I wouldn't say tough conditions. You've got to give it, obviously he's back. He just came back for the England series after 10 years. So, you know, you can't expect him to go and make our double century here. You know, the guy needs, you know, you need to, we need to be patient here. You know, you can't expect this guy to go and, you know, um, bat every innings 100, 100, 100. The guy's just come back 10 years and he's not even played. And obviously facing the big bowlers like, you know, Broad and Anderson, all of them, you know, you know, you've, it's got to be difficult in the day. And it was a difficult tour for England because in the day, you know, they lost that. And, and then, but again, you know, going to New Zealand, he made a hundred. You know, he made a hundred there, and then, and then coming to South Pakistan here, he got a big hundred. So, end of the day, the guy's, you know, he's doing well. Let him bat, let him bat the way he wants, and the way he bats the style. I know a lot of people saying, "Oh, it's stupid," or "Or is this, is that?" But if you look at it, like Hazard said, when he's about to bowl, when the ball's coming, he's straight away there. Yeah. So you can't really judge him, but I think at the end of the day, let him bat, let him bat the way he wants. He's batting well, so that's the main thing for Pakistan. That you know you've got a batter that's already is is styled well. So let him bat, let him bat what he's, what, the way he's batting. I think just let him bat. I, I don't think a lot of people are judging him and saying or oh, drop him, but you know he's only he's just come back and it's only been what last June was it when they played England and then they played December New Zealand. Now they're playing uh, South Africa, so. It's not even been a year yet, and people are already saying they may chuck him out. It's just absolutely, you know, it's not, it's not right. Give him a chance. Yep. So I think we're all in agreement for Wad Alam. It's great to see him back in the team um, after such a long gap. Hopefully, he'll stay there in this uh, really good middle order partnership with Barbara Azarali. And I think in the three of them, we do have a very strong middle order lineup. And if they, you know, one performs great, if two perform, we're going to win a test match. You know, yeah. that's the that's the way I see it. Uh, but yeah, thank you, Bukas. Thank you, Kizar, for joining me today. Um, hopefully, we'll see Fawad perform again in the second test coming up soon.